Welcome to Being a Successful Leader with Carl Welty. Carl is a leadership pioneer with years of challenging leadership and consulting experience. Here's Carl with some valuable insights, practical and proven methods for being a successful leader. Greetings, Carl Welty here. Hope you're doing fine. We have another episode for you of our podcast series entitled Being a Successful Leader. Uh, this is now the 29th episode, and uh, the uh, intent is to provide you with uh, valuable insights and practical and proven know-how about uh, being a successful leader. The episodes revolve around three, what I call uh, imperatives for successful leadership. Number one is uh, being a self-aware and skilled leader. It all begins with you as the leader. And then you venture out. And number two imperative is having a sound strategy. And number three, then, is to rally people around that. So number three imperative is having a culture of commitment. So one is uh, uh, self-aware and skillful you, leader. Two is uh, sound strategy. And three is the uh, culture of commitment. Uh, each uh, episode runs from 15 to 30 minutes. So we do it uh, a week apart. Uh, and uh, uh, that's about it. Uh, we'll get started. The episode today is... Uh, contrasting the amateur leader and the professional leader. I think you'll find this interesting, and maybe there's some, uh, it'll make some jots in your mind and things you might want to think about as you as a leader and maybe uh, improve or decrease this or increase that, that sort of thing. I think in and of itself, it's a very interesting episode. But again, there may be some food for thought for you. We'll talk more about that as we go along. Okay, amateur and, and leader, they're contrasting. When we contrast, we're talking about contrasting uh, behaviors and uh, uh, mental models, uh, the way the, you, uh, the leader, think and behave, or leaders think and behave. And the thinking part is the mental models. We've talked about that at, at length in previous episodes. And the mental models are comprised of the assumptions and the uh, values uh, that we uh, that we carry around, our beliefs, assumptions, and values. Uh, and how we think uh, governs a lot about how we behave. Uh, mentioned in an earlier episode, uh, David Gergen's uh, work, uh, the former advisor to four past presidents. I admire him a lot. And he has the book, Hearts Touch with Fire, How Great Leaders Are Made. And he posits that the uh, modern leader needs to be diverse and collaborative. <clears throat> and I would add a growth mindset to that. Gergen goes on to say that uh, the foundation uh, is comprised of uh, courage, character, and compassion. Courage, character, and compassion. So uh, that in a nutshell is that at least one person who observes leaders, uh, not just presidential leaders, but uh, leaders of, uh, that have made a real dent in our, in our history. We talked about that again earlier. By contrast, uh, rather than exhibiting these uh, traits, courage, character, compassion, and uh, diversity and collaboration, uh, the amateur leader tends to be narrow, self-centered, and having a fixed mindset. We'll see that as we go along. I'm going to give you several uh, uh, pieces, items, and we can contrast the amateur and the professional. Such a leader uh, is a leader, and I think name only. Uh, you want to not meet the definition of true leadership, as we talked about mobilizing people to strive for shared aspirations. That's what leadership is all about, mobilizing people, getting them on the go, getting them excited about, getting committed to shared aspirations, your identity and your direction. Uh, by contrast, such traditional leaders will tend to have a culture of compliance versus one of commitment. 
The second of three is they will tend to drive people rather than to inspire people. And the third of three is they operate from a position of position authority. I'm in charge here versus a combination of position authority and earned personal authority. Quite a difference there. So that gives you a, a nice uh, overview of the uh, the difference of the professional and the uh, and the amateur. Now let's go through some specific uh, uh, behaviors or specific uh, incidents, characteristics, and that sort of thing as we contrast the leadership activities uh, with the professional leader and the and the uh, amateur leader. So I've uh, I have about six or seven, eight of these. Uh, so let's go, go through them. Uh, leadership activity, arriving on the scene. The amateur leader, I'm here, dig me, listen up. Okay. The professional leader want to work together how, how best to move forward. Also get to know each of you and, and collaborate on moving forward. Uh, now there are sometimes I have to add that, uh, the leader needs to go in there and, and use the position authority and just drive change. Uh, the collaboration mode won't uh, work. It just needs to have a major overhaul and we're looking for somebody that can really go in and drive it. Uh, but that's not most of the time. Most of the time it's, uh, being able to work together and, and, uh, help forge and, and accomplish that uh, future. So arriving on the scene was number one. Number two is personal focus. The, uh, amateur leader's self dig me and the, uh, professional leaders working together to achieve desired results. Uh, another leadership activity we can look at is organizational focus. The amateur leader uh, focuses on the tactical, the here and now. Whereas the professional leader certainly looks at the tactical, the operational, the here and now, but also with a view towards the future, the strategic, uh, aligning the here and now with the long-term view. Okay, another leadership activity is managerial interactions. Managerial interactions. The amateur leader uh, is, goes from the directive. Uh, we'll talk about the different uh, leader uh, options, leader manager options in a uh, next episode or a couple of episodes, but tend to directive. Um, whereas the, uh, professional leader aligns the, uh, managerial interactions, a directive, collaborative, delegative. Those are my three directive, uh, collaborative or uh, delegative. Those are the options you have as a leader manager with the maturity. We'll talk more about that maturity of the uh, group. Uh, that's the maturity is the competence and commitment of the group. So it aligns the behavior uh, with uh, the maturity of the group or the individual uh, with respect to a, a particular responsibility or a, a individual or, or the group as a whole. So those are managerial uh, interactions. Another leadership activity to look at is knowledge. The amateur leader uh, needs to feel that he or she needs to be all-knowing, all-knowing, all-wise, all-powerful, whereas the... <clears throat> Professional leader, uh, is vulnerable. And, and we'll talk about in a future episode. The vulnerable is to be encouraged, not to be discouraged. Wants to invite different opinions and uh, invite re- uh, not relationship conflict, but, uh, decision conflict. Uh, so we can get the best decision. Let's get out the different viewpoints on the table and let's really skillfully work through those and come up with the best decision for us. Being vulnerable opens the door to courage. More on that in the future. Uh, another leadership activity, a positive recognition. The amateur leader tends to uh, take credit himself or herself, kind of snag it all, whereas the uh, professional leader uh, shares success. 
And that was one of the key uh, characteristics uh, that uh, Jim Collins and his work, Good to Great, uh, one was uh, discovered for leaders taking organizations from good to great. Two characteristics was one was uh, personal humility, working hard and and really sharing success and so forth. And the other one was the actual uh, sharing of success. Uh, a few more. Uh, I hope you're getting the drift of this. I think it's uh, really uh, brings to light the contrast of the two uh, ways of uh, leading, uh, where, where the, the amateur leader, I don't think that's even leading. But anyway, mindset. Uh, the uh, mindset of the amateur leader is fixed. Uh, that's it. You know, what, what else there's new? I, I have the answer. The, uh, the professional leader, on their hand, is a growth mindset, uh, revising assumptions based on new emerging realities. And that's not flip-flopping or being wishy-washy. That's just being realistic. Uh, and uh, people uh, get credit for changing their point of view as they learn more and so forth, and then express that change to uh, people. Uh, staffing, another uh, activity. Uh, the uh, amateur leader will tend to surround him or herself with people like me, uh, yes people, whereas the professional wants complimentary, that's complimentary with an E, complimentary people, people who are challenged to speak up, not be afraid, and then together they will work through their differences and come to a, a new and better place. And the last I'll talk about in the leadership activities is delegation. Uh, the amateur leader will tend to think that it is shedding work. I don't want to do this. I'm so on board with this and uh, I'll, I'll send it down to so and so and, and get it off my desk. Whereas the professional leader looks at delegation as an investment, a, a time and, and time well spent with a group or an individual. And we'll talk about that in a delegation in a future uh, episode soon to come. The quality thinking interacting regarding the handoff. The what's of the handoff, where the results we want to achieve, and the hows. How are we going to do it? Okay, we're talking in some detail that in a little bit. Well, I hope that's interesting to you, the contrasting the two and getting a, a clearer picture of uh, what leadership's all about and what it's not all about. We could go on, but I think, uh, again, you get the picture. Uh, let me conclude by saying that perhaps looking and thinking about these contrasts uh, invokes some uh, thoughts on, on your part about wanting to make some Personal leadership behavioral changes, probably not a major, major things, but there are little tweaks maybe here and there. And the heart of making such a change is what I call the principle of who I am. Uh, the principle of who I am. I am a product, and you are a product of the thoughts I or you carry around, my mental models, and the practices I engage in, my behavior. I am a product of the, my mental models I carry around and the behaviors I engage in. So if you want to make some change, whatever the change may be, could involve leadership, it could not, uh, you've got to either tweak your way you think about things or, or tweak your behavior, the way you go about things. And again, I, I mentioned this many, many times in our episodes, I have a dynamite uh, process for you here. It's not, you know, about having good attentions for now, I don't think I'll do this, I'll do less of that. It's really getting down and, and uh, changing those thoughts and changing the behavior. And uh, to do that, there's a two-step process. Is one, and you need to engage in the deliberate practices, practices with recurring behavior in mind, uh, uh, recurring behavior with with uh, uh, a model or an outcome or standards in mind. So first is deliberate practice, trying on the new behavior, 
And the second part of that is self-observation. How did it go? At the meeting, you're going to try to do more of this or less of that. So you have a deliberate practice of how you're going about it. And then you ask yourself, well, how did that go? Or maybe you get feedback from others. So the the deliberate practice accompanied with uh, self-observation. Now, I encapsulate all of this. I may have mentioned this before in what I call self-coaching. And a resource for you is uh, my book, uh, Leadership Begins With You, the subtitle being uh, being a self-aware and skillful leader. And chapter nine is a whole chapter on a process. I think it's a very, very dynamite process that I'd like you to kind of commit to heart, if you will. But for now, uh, walk through it. And I give you an example of that in chapter nine of the book. Uh, uh, by the way, the, the books, my three books, they paralleled each of the three leadership imperatives. You can go to wealthy.com, uh, click on leadership resources and then go down to the three sources that you can order the book from, uh, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, and then the publisher, the Ewing's Publishing, uh, group. Um, and also, uh, there's a, there's a previous, uh, podcast. Uh, on self-coaching, and you can find that uh, by going to, like all the past podcasts, by going to uh, webtalkradio.net, webtalkradio.net, and then you, you'll see all the podcasts there. And what you want to do is click on channels and then uh, go down to the uh, uh, block that has to do with the leadership in the workplace and then click on my icon, being a successful leader. So those are the resources to back up our conversations here and as we go through past and future conversations. So I hope that was meaningful. You uh, contrast and kind of clarify things for you. And maybe there's a thought or two that you want to maybe uh, improve, but not that you're already not doing very well. But we always need to make little tweaks to get better and better. All right. Uh, for next time, next week, we're going to look at the characteristics of admired leaders. Kind of goes hand in glove with what we're talking about right now. And I think, again, you'll find that very, very stimulating. In the meantime, you take care, and we'll see you around the corner. Take care. 